So I'm driving <clears throat> this past week and the song's playing. We'll get uh-huh. to what song it is in a second. But I'm driving and I'm like, hmm, this is a fucking fantastic song. I mm-hmm. love this song. Oh shit, red light. Had to stop. Um, right. But then when I stopped, I was like, man, this is a fucking, fa- oh shit, green light, let me go. This is a fucking fantastic song. Mm-hmm. Is this in this artist, is this his best song man. ever? Mm. It might be the best one he's ever made. Okay, all right. He's made classics. Okay. Is it even in the top five? No, it has to be in the top five. Okay, I put it in the top five. Would Raheem put it in the top five? I know Raheem likes the song, but would he put this in the top five? This is interesting. Let's bring this to the pod. Raheem. Okay, yeah. Is God did a top five DJ Khaled song? And if it's five. not, what are the top five DJ Khaled songs? Ooh, a top five DJ Khaled song. Because we shit on D- we shit on DJ Khaled a lot on this podcast, and rightfully so. Yeah. But I we're mean, not gonna act like 2010 to 2016, DJ like, Khaled wasn't dropping banger after banger after banger for six summers. We can't no. pretend like that isn't the truth. Do you know what I mean? And even on the albums where there haven't been, you know, those bangers, mm-hmm. there's been heat. 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 Um, that's why, like, we shit on his albums. But you can't shit on Bam, the, the like, art. Like, what he's able to do when he does what he does. He's given us some of the greatest music, like, we've heard. Facts. Like, for facts. For facts. Ooh, top five DJ Khaled song. Um... In order, no, just 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 like because I was sat there, I was like, this might be the one. Like, you know how I feel about that song. Not even and is it's mm-hmm. not even just the Jay-Z verse at the end. I'm talking about the whole gravitas and the way that that song is constructed with right. Wayne and Ross's verse, with mm-hmm. Friday in the background just bellowing God throughout it, and then with yeah. John Legend at the end just closing it out. Like, I yeah, just feel crazy. the energy of that song is just like on 1000. Mm. I mean, mm. so I was like, this might be, if not one, this has to be in the top five. Possibly. Um, Wild Thoughts is up there. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm on one. I'm on one is up there. No new friends. It had to, like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No new friends has to be up there. You liked I'm the one right with Bieber and Chance, didn't you? No, I hated that song. Oh, you hated that one, okay. I hate that song. I actually hate that song. Um, the song that is coming to mind now, and I must I might be getting the name of it wrong. B Boys. Oh uh, yeah, with Kendrick. Yep. Acid. Yeah. Talk oh about my it. god. Make it talk about, about it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it said back in the back, back in the back. Of the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2012 Kendrick was different. Yo. Kendrick was rapping and not doing and not doing conscious. Oh my god, how many is that right now? That's four already. What about they ready with Cole Crit and Kendrick off that same Kiss the Ring album? Could have, could have, but no. Take it to the head. Is it take it to the head? I'm thinking of with Chris Brown, Nikki. It's not take it to the head. It's um, do you know what it is? Oh my god. I'll hold you down. Okay. I don't want to go hold you down. I want to go hold you down. Yo, yep, no, hold you down is there. It has to be there. That was the moment for me. That was when I was like, you know, yeah, hit the best. Welcome it's to my good. hood. <laughs> Yo. With the remix where everyone was on there. <laughs> 
It's just outside the top five for me. Just really? outside the top five. Just outside. It would have to be just outside the top five. It what about, count. All right, because we ain't said a single one from Major Key. And that's the real issue, because Major Key has some of his best work there. Oh, Major Key has some of his best work. You don't ever play yourself. Nas album done for free. Oh, Nas album done. Holy Key, Jermaine's interlude. Oh, yeah. You know what? Ah, you know what it is? Nas album done was one of my favorite songs from that year. It really was. Because what album was he even referring to? Like, in hindsight, what album was, <laughs> what album was done? <laughs> Was it not there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um ah now that I'm done, I do can I fit in? What would even be Did you like out? Shining? I like Shining, but I don't consider it like a top DJ Khaled song. Okay. I love yeah. Shining. I did love Shining. Yeah, I really enjoy that song, but it's not one where it's like, man, that's that's why DJ Khaled is DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> well, wish wish Cardi and 21 Savage. Nah. You don't like that? I liked it, but again, but not top five. Yeah, okay. yeah. Higher with Nipsey and John Legend. Ooh, actually, ooh, I was about to say nah, but that was one of those. That was one of those, and that was like that was every Nipsey verse I heard was just, it would give me goosebumps at that time. Thank you. Big Sean's outro. Oh, one of the best outros I've heard. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> that was one of the greatest outros. That outro was like, yo, Big Sean needs to drop a new album again. I miss him. <laughs> yo, thank you. It was cold. All right, so we named a lot now. Where you going? Where we going? You made this too difficult now. This nigga, listen. And now, listen, let's say he drops an album tomorrow. I'll shit on it if it's not good. I'm not, oh. gonna, but what I will never do is that like this nigga wasn't dropping fire every minute of the like every year for six, seven years. It wouldn't make any sense. I have to be truthful to my core. Fam, even to, if he drops an album tomorrow, like as much as I may not listen to the whole album, I'm There'll gonna find the on one. That. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he has every single time he drops an album, there's singles where it's like. Yeah, this is this is his like him showing that he still does this for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, top five is so difficult to do, man. Top five is so difficult to do. B boys has to be in my top five. Okay, that's one. Um, Wild Thoughts is in my top five. That's two. I'm gonna say now's album done is in my top five. Okay, that's three. I'm gonna say it. I have to. I want to put it there just because I love that song so, so, so much. Um, Hold You Down is in my top five. That's four. Oof. For three is in my top five. You're not putting I'm on one in your top five? No New Friends is in my top five. Wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it had to be ah, there's too many that could be there with him and Drake, man. There's too many. I want God this. Yeah, okay. Hip hop with Nas and Scarface. That song was just it just takes you every single time. Mm-hmm. I'm on one. Mm-hmm. Wild thoughts. Okay. And then I mean it's me. 
So I had to go with Jermaine's interlude. Yeah, no, fair enough. I, I had to. Fair enough. I had to. Oh, I see so many days of cry. Oh, my goodness. Man. Oh, my goodness. Man. That was the shock of that album as well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yo. You know, like, the only reason God did this in there yet is because I haven't been able to live with it for as long as I've lived with the other songs there. That's fair. I think in time, God did could definitely be there because God did is one of them. Is one of them. These old niggas didn't know me internationally. Niggas on the road did. Fam. I see a lot of hoving gigs. Fam. (laughs) To this day, I can't make sense of that. Like, me and me can never beef. I freed that nigga from a whole pit. Yo. Both did. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. It's up there, man. It's up there. We'll see how it ages, you know. But mm. but now, right now, it's holding you down. That's just taking up a spot because that was the one that really made me realize that yo, DJ Khaled might be. That was when DJ Khaled was like, for me personally, when I was realizing that oh, this guy is like a superstar. He isn't just that annoying guy on the songs that keeps screaming. And like I said before on this podcast, and I'll say it again, I'll say it to the end of time. Kids these days mm. will not understand how DJ Khaled kept Snapchat single-handedly going. Oh my god, bam! I don't think Snapchat is around today. It, it's, bruv, it was him. Oh my god, it was him, him every day. <laughs> That's for the key next to his name. Name say, every day, nigga would just be jet skiing around Miami. Talking absolute nonsense, but you couldn't miss it for the world. Damn, you, you couldn't could miss it for the world. Miss it, and that's the biggest thing. Like, it wasn't an option to try and miss that, miss DJ Khaled's story. Once he posted, you had to. Even as someone who didn't has never had Snapchat a single day in my twenty five years on this earth, mm. I had to see what DJ Khaled was posting on Damn. that story because it was um, it was giving you the major key, man. Yo, this. <laughs> This nigga said, yo, flowers. Flowers, beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> I said, you know what, man? I've never really... I've de- never deeped it like that. <laughs> I've never even looked... When was the last time you looked at a flower you just thought, you're ugly? <laughs> you know what I mean? Never. Yo, I did not know what turkey bacon was until this guy started saying, yo, Chef D, what we what we got to cooking today? <laughs> Power to the people, we're back to do maintenance. Yeah, yeah, we going rock like crack when it came in. It's me, it's me, it's podcast P. We got you stuck off the realness. Yeah, yeah, we be the infamous. You heard of us, official Miami murderers. Welcome into another edition of the world famous Two Stubborn Nigerians podcast. You could have been anywhere else in the world right now, but you're here with us. We appreciate that. Thank you for joining us once again on another one of our instinctive travels down the path of rhythm. Thank you for joining us as we once again maraud into the midnight. Thank you for joining us as we once again enter the Wu Tang. Yes, all day six chambers. Thank you for joining us as we once again try and seize control. Try, thank you for joining us as we once again experience these temporary highs in these violet skies. Thank you for joining us as we once again prove to you that we are just good kids, but we were raised, unfortunately, in a mad sea. Um, thank you for joining us as we try and put out this fire. The house is burning, bro. Man, man. The house is, the house is burning. Um, thank you for joining us. It's crazy. I don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I have the podcast. It's almost mm-hmm. like I'm an oxymoron. Um, thank you for joining us, man. We're, we're from MK2, but I'm from MK2. You're from what? MK what? MK14. MK14, but c- confusingly, 90059 is the zip. Um, <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but it continues to happen. Um, thank you for joining us. I'm on the one twos. That means I am controlling the system. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, as ever, if on your way, you slip, you fall, you can't get up. Man. You're slipping, you're falling, you gotta Not get again. up. You're slipping, you're falling, you can't get up. Oh, man. You pick up your phone, 
you mm. know, hit me on the SOS and you can mm. call me if you get lost. Man. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, man, I'm one half of your co-host, Podcast P. Um, it's fitting. It's fitting. Let me tell you why it's fitting. Today is track 81. Man. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. 81. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. It's I mean, unnecessary. It's, it's not unnecessary. lost on me. It's no, no, not lost on me. <laughs> it's unnecessary. <laughs> I am a Laker fan. You're a Raptor fan. And Kobe dropped 81. Playing for the Lakers. Against before who? my time. Against who? <laughs> it was before my time. It was against the Toronto Raptors. Look at that. Look at God. He always, it's almost like we were destined to get to this point. Some would say God did. Yeah. Yeah, let's end this podcast. Um, of course, <laughs> as ever, joined by my illustrious co-host, my co-hostess with the most S, this guy gave me look, the first name in the hook. That's why every pod sounds like cats featuring cats. That was unnecessary. <laughs> that was such a random it's, show. It's just not lost on me. It's you know I'm down. You know I'm down on my team, and now you're doing it's all of not, this. I'm just saying it's not lost on me. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's good to be back. Track 81. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I'm excited for today's episode, man. I'm excited for today's episode, man. We've got some firsts coming. Mm. Some firsts. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be interesting, man. It should be interesting. A little bit of an experiment. But we all thrive in these conditions, man. You know, when we when we try new things is when we are our best, I think, anyway. I mean, I don't know that that's true. But I'll, I'll never, you know, begrudge a man for having his opinion. Yeah, man. Anyway, I won't begrudge some of them. Yes, you will. Yes, Me? you will. Yes. No, bro. I'm peace. I'm peace. That's Never. all you do. What do you mean? Man, so you think that you're wrong? <laughs> you're yeah, but if you're wrong, incorrect. that's different. That's different. If I can factually prove you're incorrect, I'll prove you're incorrect. I can't have you walk around here just spreading misinformation. <laughs> Trying to be Donald Trump in this bitch. Come on now. <laughs> oh man, how you been, man? How you been? I've been good. I've been mm. good. I had a really good week. I had a really, really good week. Other than the weather, the cold mm-hmm. weather, sun is down, freezing cold. Man, so cold. Freezing cold. Huh. There's like, there's an ice box where my fridge used to be. Like, I'm, I'm, there's an ice box where my bed used to be. Like, that's how cold <laughs> it is in this bitch. There's an ice box where my, where my windscreen used to be. Fam. I can't see out Fam, this I can't no see out this bitch. <laughs> oh, I was just dreading it. Fam. You caught your de-icer for the season. No, yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm deep in it because you asked me as well. You asked me, and I was like, you know, I did have to do this ice de icing thing, but it never felt this painful before. Bro, then you, I, have, you don't realize that the icing doesn't come with the car, <laughs> like, you get to that first day. Oh, shit, my windows is iced up. They grab this the ice up, and it's just not in the car. <laughs> Like you have no. to buy this shit. <laughs> Poor man. I don't think I don't think anyone will ever understand, yeah. Last year, and I think it's this whole hybrid working situation, right? Mm-hmm. So I rarely ever had to leave the house early Mm-mm. morning, right? When I did have to leave the house early morning, it was to do one thing usually. It was oh Raheem, can you drop your sister at school before you go to the office? Which is fine, you know. I'll say yes. Now, Leah's in uni now. The issue is, before I would drop a Leah at school, me and Leah would have a conversation. And that conversation would simply be, hey, if you want to lift to school, you're going to go scrape those windows before I get downstairs. Because that's what I had to do for mum. Mm-hmm. 
So write a passage that's like, you have to scrape Tradi- my windows. It's tradition. Bam. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for me to drop you and scrape my own windows. What am I saying? Mm-hmm. God. So now this year is when I'm really feeling it and I'm really realising that, yo, you have to have a quality ice scraper. Fam. That is important. If <laughs> 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 people are trapping it and with their 10-year-old ice scraper, it is pain. It it's is pain. real pain. Oh, my God. Your hands are cold and it's getting colder. Bruv. Oh. My goodness. Man. My goodness. Hey, man, but we thank God, man. You know, apparently, apparently it's tis the season to be jolly. God. It's cold. God. <laughs> it's too cold to be jolly. But no, my good my, my week was good. I had a good mm. week. Productive. Um yeah, man. We made it through. How about yourself? Yeah, yeah, it was a cool week. Um man, I really I learned the definition of the word stress this week. Mm. Really learned the definition of the word stress. You was feeling but, like Conway on God don't make mistakes. Oh uh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in mid-season form. Do you see that? Do you hear that? I'm in mid-season form. Gosh, where'd that come from? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm feeling stressed this week, man. Stressed, mm-hmm. but we thank God because I got to the end of the week, and that's what I wanted to do this week. From that Monday, I said I just need to get to Friday, and I'll be all right. I'll be all right if I can get to Friday. <laughs> you have to sell your map sometimes and just say yeah. <laughs> I know where I'm going when I get to this point. I just have to get there. It's I was I was deep in it this week, bro. It is crazy the conversations that you because obviously we've known each other since we were like four, mm-hmm. and we've been through like a lot of different things in life at the same. It is crazy the conversations we're having now mm. compared to the conversations we were having like ten years ago or twelve years ago, <laughs> like in school times compared oh to God. now. <laughs> oh my god! Like, bro, driving was a dream to us <laughs> yeah. at twelve. And now we're worried about scraping the car. <laughs> like, yeah. There was a moment I deeped it. As I think it was when I sent you that message, you know, about like, mm-hmm. have you have you had to straight? Well, I was driving to work. And mm-hmm. I don't know why it just hit me all of a sudden in that moment. Yeah. I was like, yo, I pay for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Like, bro, I don't know what it was yet, but I just sat back and it must have been like, I remember sending that and I was like, oh shit, my insurance is coming out. And I was like, yo, I pay for, I pay my rent, I pay my car insurance, I pay for my car, I pay my phone, I pay my internet, I pay for food, I pay for, like, I pay for everything. I'm like, yo, when did that happen? <laughs> when I tell you this adulting thing is not it, it's mad. It is mad. I pay for like obviously I don't have Sky. Yeah, yeah. I have Netflix. Mm-hmm. I pay for like I pay for Damn. my TV. Like, do you know Damn. what I mean? Mm. I was just like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Fam, it's crazy. Cause like when we were younger, we wanted to get to this point so bad. So bad. It seemed fun. <laughs> I was like, yo, look at that. Look at him just being able to buy his own, his own front, like, Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> what a fool I was. Uh, you wake up, oh, I need new trousers. Let me just go into the shop and buy. You don't have to window shop around for the best deal to then take it back to your mom. Say, yo. Yo, I will never forget when I got my first um, contract phone. Mm-hmm. And I got it underneath my mom's phone. Mm-hmm. And I was excited because at the time it was like, uh, you have this many minutes, you have this many free texts. And the day wasn't even really a thing back then. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, so just this many minutes, this many, this many pretexts. And I was watching TV, one of those gadget shows, and like, hey, for your chance to win up to one million pounds worth of gadgets, all you have to do is text this number to this and answer this question. So I know the answer. My God, I know the answer. I'm gonna win. <laughs> Let me text this number right now because I have free text. And getting home, like what? End of the month, I walked in from school like weeks later. I'm gonna say, Reem, come here, come here <laughs> with the bass level. Reem, come here. And in that, in that ten second, walk, in that three second, walk, you're thinking, shit, what did I do wrong? Every <laughs> single, every single action you've taken that month is coming to your head. I'm like, man, that I thought it was empty press when they said they were calling home. They did it. They did, they did it. it. <laughs> well, I go back. I got to the top of the stairs. Mama had the piece of paper said, "Explain this five pound charge right here." I said five pound. I didn't do anything. I was worth five pound. <laughs> I saw the numbers like, oh, that's when I entered the competition. Blah blah blah. Bam. I think it was like a week's worth of just yo. Know, every time we'll have a conversation, she would get onto me. Mm-hmm. And in that time pool, in that time, I said I can't wait until I'm on my own phone contract, mm-hmm. and I just deal with this stuff myself because five mm-hmm. pound didn't kill you. Mm-hmm. I know five pound didn't kill you. Mm-hmm. Four hours before. Five pounds will kill you, bro. <laughs> I did not budget. <laughs> Five pounds. Listen, I have it. I have it. It's not that I don't have it. <laughs> that I didn't want to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rainy day. Five pounds. <laughs> oh my god! This life thing, man. God. Hey, man. We thank God. We thank, we thank the Lord. God. We thank the Lord, man. We thank <laughs> the Lord. That's all we can say. <laughs> oh man, what have you been listening to this week? Um, an array, mm. a multitude, mm. a plethora, man, a melting pot, mm. an amalgamation, okay, of sounds mm-hmm. and vibrations. Mm. Um, one thing I did or wanted to do is um listen to a lot of the albums that you know we reeled off last week okay the grammy noms mm-hmm. that we hadn't li- that i hadn't listened to but i'd heard yeah. good things about Fair. so one of the ones i listened to was um omar apollo mm-hmm. ivory okay um, omar apollo i think was nominated for best new artist at the grammys or some shit like that i can't remember mm-hmm. i heard a lot about him i heard his name in a couple of different spaces know he's getting some traction but i hadn't listened to the album i listened mm-hmm. to the album this past week yeah yeah mm-hmm. one of them mm-hmm. phenomenal it's a 24 year old latin latin artist um r&b vibes pop vibes funk vibes soul vibes reggaeton vibes really good um project ivory has features from um daniel caesar mm. and caliuchis Right. And if you know anything about me, the moment I see the name Kaliuchis, yeah, yeah, that'll get it done. That'll get it done. That'll get it done. That'll get it done. And the album is really, really good. Like it's a really enjoyable project, mm. um, which was good. Another one was um, Wet Leg. Okay, yeah, An album Wet Leg by the group Wet Leg. Wet, mm-hmm. Wet Leg is a group of um, two women oh. from the Isle of Wight. Uh, oh okay yeah man 
Around the corner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Closer than Croydon, <laughs> you know? I did not know that artists were making music out of... Bro, <laughs> of white. bro, it's crazy. I was having this discussion with someone the other day, and I was like, look, like, the way our music scene works in this country is very different mm-hmm. to the way it is in, like, the US. Obviously, Isle of White is, you know, one of our, our islands here, but, like, I've, I do not know a single mm-hmm. person, or rapper, should I say, because I know celebrities from that, but I don't know a single person from the state of Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I also don't know a single black person from the state of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be ignorant enough to say that there are no black people in Wyoming, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I'm not going to be ignorant enough to say there aren't white people in Wyoming who listen to rap music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably some niggas in Wyoming right now who are the biggest rappers in Wyoming. Like right. they go around Wyoming doing 10, 15,000 seat <laughs> venues making bank. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we will just never hear about them. They're comfortable. If there's ever a festival in Wyoming, they're headlining. Like, they're getting invited to all the parties, all the fucking club events, if there are even nightclubs over there. But we will yep. never hear about them. Mm-hmm. And that's probably, like, millions of them across the country, in, across the US, right? But here in this country, because how small it is and how everything is so, like, London-centric. Yeah. You, you're, if you want to make it, you're going to have to move there. And once mm-hmm. you move there... It's, it's huge, but it's actually tiny and everyone knows everyone. Everyone's incestual. It's actually pretty disgusting. It's really nasty. I think we yeah. should obliterate it from the face of this earth. But that's a different topic for a different day. Um, so yeah, they're from the Isle of Wight. That's that's really, I don't know how we got there. But... <laughs> yeah, at all. <laughs> I was really, really pleased to have a deep dive about the Isle of Wight. <laughs> no, 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 no. There was nothing. I don't even know nothing about the Isle of Wight. <laughs> yeah, you did not bring that home at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just had to make a point about London. You know <laughs> But no, um, what like um, a project and a group that I've been seeing on a lot of sort of end of year lists, they were nominated as well. I can't remember. I think they were Best New Artist as well. I think they may have been Best Album. It might have been Best Album. album. No, I don't think it was Best Album. I think it was Best New Artist. No, because we knew that the album was Wet Leg and it was by Wet Leg. Mm. I'm not too sure. But yeah, yeah, they were on it. It was good. It was a good little project. It was a good little project. It's a good little vibe of what a... The, what the vibes? What poppy, the vibes? but punk poppy. And then very... It was very... For me, it was very, like, um, honest and transparent and vulnerable. Okay. Um, very much sort of owning the sexuality, uh, mm-hmm. women-wise, you know, wanting to be sexual clairvoyance. Mm. My let's come back. You hear that? Clairvoyance. <laughs> um, owning that, um, owning sort of your perception and not really giving a fuck about it, and just like living in yourself and being true to yourself. And I, mm. I really resonated with those messages and I appreciate it. So it's good music. I can definitely see why they've gotten a lot of buzz in sort of year end lists and why they'd be um grammy nominated um things like that so it was really impressive not necessarily a group or people that i'd listen to again mm-hmm. I, I think whereas omar apollo definitely is right. um but it, it was it was one of those projects where i could listen to it i was like you know what i really respect the craft and, and the work you guys put into this because this is actually pretty damn good and they have a song chase lounge which is very fucking good very fucking good fair fair listen to that and then alongside, you know, the typical musings of um, Hove, Carl, mm-hmm. and then taking in the Metro Project, taking in the Metro Project too. Um, but yeah, it was a nice little, nice little musical week that we had here um, on this side of um, the River Thames. How about yourself? 
Shut the fuck up, bro. They don't know that in America. America's our biggest audience. They don't know what the River Thames is, bro. They might think it's in Birmingham. I'm just thinking they know the River Nile <laughs> and the Mississippi. I said, is that like the Hudson? <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. Yes. But I think the Thames is that, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This has been, um, it's been a like, in terms of music, it's been a weird week for me. Um, first thing I want to do, I have to change my rating from last week. Mm-hmm. Because I did find myself still wanting to listen to songs that I really like from Lies About the War. Mm-hmm. So, I want to change it to... I want to change it from Might Stay in Rotation for about a week. Did mm-hmm. I have it? No, I had a whole lot of mid, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I want to change it from my same rotation for about a week to pretty, pretty good. Cool. It's like, cool. yeah, I found myself wanting to listen to it a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still listening and enjoying and taking in This Is What I Mean from Stormzy. I still haven't listened um, to that yet. Have you not? Mm. I really, really enjoy it. I think it's really, really good. Um, I took in Heroes and Villains, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, which was an experience in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to this is what I mean by Stormzy, man. That was one that I was taking in, and I was enjoying the very first song on the album. The very first song on the album. You haven't listened to it yet, but mm. it's called Fire and Water. And getting mm. his last air in the back. Oh, him. for real, for real, <laughs> for the whole album. I don't know, <laughs> but. That fire and water, just listening to it, I was like, man, this intro is out of this world. And there was one day where after listening to that, I just decided, you know what? I need to go back and listen to like a whole bunch of intros that I just really, really like remember fondly. So I went from there and I went to to Pimp a Butterfly. Wow. Because Wesley's theory to this day is still magical to me. Wow. And I just, I, I rested there for a bit. But then I got right back on track and said, you know what? It's still the intro game. And I was going from intro to intro to intro to intro. Until eventually I was like, okay, it's time for me to get into my favorite intro. But obviously that album isn't available anymore. Um, thank you, Snoop Dogg. Anyway, <laughs> in doing that, I decided, you know what? Yeah. Let me issue Paul, not a challenge, but just a, just a to-do for this week, man. And that to-do was, yo, list your fave, your five favourite um, intros. Mm-hmm. Did you do that? I did. Do you want to go through them? Well, I do. And we can. But you didn't let me finish. I was pausing for dramatic effect. Okay. I did. You did. I had to spice it up. Okay. Because I'm me, myself, and I. And that's mm-hmm. all I got. And on top of that, I've told you multiple times, ain't no nigga ever going to tell me what to do. I. This is the worst. I. So, yeah, I did the top five intros that I love. But I spiced it up because I thought, man, it's just going to be the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. It's going to be boring. Okay. I'm going to say Kendrick verse, he's going to say a Kendrick verse. I'm going to mm-hmm. say a Hope verse, he's going to say a cold one. I'm like, this is going to be boring. He's going to drop Wale intro about night. I'm going to drop intro about night. That's going to be boring. So I said, let me stick to rap. 
Okay. I'll stick to rap that came out within the decade of the 2010s. Okay. And there'll be artists and intros that aren't necessarily lesser known, but are lesser talked about on this pod. So there's still five intros I absolutely adore and love. Maybe not my all-time top five, Mm -hmm. but we got five that that I love and I think will will, um, lead to some interesting conversation, if nothing else. You know what? I like that idea. I like that idea. Um, I'm going to switch my list up to match yours. All right. All right, cool. Um, Let's do the similar to how we did our last one, our last list. So we'll go back and forth. Uh, do you want to start or should I start? You start. I'll start. All right. At number five, I have Morning Shift by Loot. Mm. Nice. Mm. At number five, I got Fast Day Out by T Grizzly. Mm. At number four, I have Talk About It um, by Dr. Dre. Nice. At number four, I got Forgiven by Two Chains. Oh, yes. I like that. Number three, I have Common Sense by J Huss. Beautiful. With mm. three, I got. Um, Gangster by Schoolboy Q. Fair, fair. And number two, I have intro by Emil Cartel. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, at two, I got congratulations by Mac Miller. Fair, fair. And number one, I have intro by King Push. Oh. Uh, Darkest before dawn. before dawn. And at number one, I got mural by Lupe Fiasco. Ooh. Ooh, okay. All right, okay, okay, okay. Why why did you go with that number three? Oh, that's why I'm more on gangster. Yeah. Is it as opposed to what? Like it should be higher, it shouldn't be there. I would have had it higher personally. I don't think I I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Like I've always loved that. But Mural by Lupe is one of the greatest rapping performances I ever heard. Like he raps for eight minutes on a for the intro of an album, which it's the intro of the album, but the way the album is crafted means you can listen to it one through 20 and it Mm -hmm. makes sense. And then you can listen to it 20 to one and the album still makes perfect sense. Like the theme and the concept, the story plays the exact same way. And Mm. so it is a perfect intro at the same time. It's a perfect outro. And so it ranks higher than that. And then congratulations by Mac Miller to start mm-hmm. off with the Ariana, where are you? <laughs> and just give it that gravitas and then to slow it down and then really just begin the journey that he takes us on, on the mm-hmm. divine feminine to set the scene for what you're getting. And on top of that, this being to my own personal negligence, that being the first Mac Miller album that I truly liked. Mm-hmm. and changing my perception of him as an artist for life yeah. it holds greater weight even to fuck rap my daddy a gangster mm. that schoolboys does mm. you see what I'm saying so it's nothing to do with it's really nothing to do with schoolboy or yeah. gangster as an intro it's really more to do with the top two mm. than anything else I hear it that's, I hear that's, it that's me I also feel like Forgiven, Two Chains off Rap will go to League doesn't get anywhere near enough. I don't think Rap will go to League gets enough shine regardless. I don't think that that intro gets enough shine like Marsha Ambrosius setting the scene. First of all, fuck that. The intro of him running onto the field for the North Clayton Eagles, crazy. 
Then Marshall and Brocious coming in and the beat, Lord forgive him, using the Jay-Z sample in the background because everyone gets a Jay-Z verse except for 2 Chains. <laughs> like, we're like, we're less than seven days away from an Absol release where he has a Jay-Z verse yeah. potentially. And I'm like, yo, what does 2 Chains have to do to get a single 16? I'm sure that 2 Chains would be good with an 8. With a skit, with a skit, with a voice recording, like, and it's not like Two Chains is a a rapper, rapper. Two Chains has rapped successfully with every single person that Jay Z typically raps with. Yep, and Two Chains can't get a whole feature, (laughs) but Absol, no, all love to Absol. You know what I'm saying? All love to Absol. Absol ain't rapped a dime in like six years. And comes back and says, "Yeah, but you know, I got a cult, I, I got a whole feature. <laughs> like they out taking pictures at dinner." Bam, yo, real quick like, segue as well, man. That video of like just seeing Hope greet Absol, mm-hmm. that was crazy to me. Is that like the first time like we've seen Hope on camera just act like a normal, like just be like a normal person down there? No. But it's one of those things where it's just like, it's always weird to see. You know it's, what I'm saying? It like, felt weird. It was like, yo, I haven't... Because every time I see Cole, it's like, not Cole, Hove. It's like, okay, you know, Hove has made it, like, Hove has stepped out to, mm-hmm. like, give us an appearance. Mm-hmm. This was like the first time it was like, oh, we caught Hove. Like, Hove didn't know he was being recorded. <laughs> I said he was like, <laughs> 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 that's the most I've heard him speak that it wasn't an interview. No, 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 no. <laughs> It's just, hey man. <laughs> but yeah, forgiven the way that goes and but the way that, it sets the scene for the rest of that album. Beautiful. That album genuinely doesn't get spoken about enough. Shout Absolutely. out to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron. LeBron really did his thing as an A and R. Really did. Man. He really, really did. He really, really did. And that's saying something, considering the fact that LeBron doesn't remember lyrics. <laughs> and then T Grizzly first day out. I mean, nothing more needs to be said, bro. Again, yeah. shout out LeBron. Because if it wasn't for that video of him working out, I don't know if that, that song has the same <laughs> level of, of energy. Bro, hit the rolly store with the yeah, rolly on? Yes. <laughs> what was our getaway car jam for? Fun? No, that's different. That's different, man. You're going to oh, tell me T.P.C. wasn't said to be the biggest rapper on the planet after that shit dropped. No, yeah, that was crazy. You did not tell me. That you was not crazy. <laughs> I, liked, I liked your list too, man. Hus, I love the house representation. I love the Emil Cartel representation. Shout out Emil mm. Cartel. Um, that Emil Cartel one, that intro, I'm starting to realize, like slowly but surely, that is genuinely one of my favorite intros of all time because mm. it's one of those songs that when it comes on, it brings like everything out. Everything mm-hmm. comes like I'm I'm trying to sing along to this as like as hard as I can, mm-hmm. as hard as I can. Like that intro is one of my favorites by far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. But yeah, that was a fun little list. It was a fun experiment. While we're on Milton Keynes rappers, Cam Thomas and Underrated is a fight. What a song. Oh. What yeah, a I song. need a hoodie as well. Yeah, I need a hoodie. I need to send him my, my, my pre-order. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I'm going to do that after we pod. But fam, what a fucking song. Like, yeah. I remember I was listening to it because like, it had been out for about a week before I listened to it. And I was just sat in the car. I was listening to it. And I was like... This nigga can rap. Like, I know we say it every single time. Like, we say it every single time, innit? But, like, I don't know why it just caught me again this time. I just sat there like, yo, Cam can really fucking rap. Like, fucking cold. This shit is so good. It was um, every single time, I'm just there, like, 
this is why, like, yo, he might be the most improved every year. Every year. No, he is. He is very improved. Fam, he keeps on getting better, man. It's nuts. It is nuts. It doesn't make sense. It's more crazy because he gets better from single to single. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 out of time flow was crazy. Mm -hmm. Then Swingers Club comes, which was cold. And then between Swingers Club and Underrated, there's like six weeks pass. And I'm um, like, how have you gotten better from the last time I heard you? And even um, in between that, he dropped his little um, freestyle over the her loss, over the um, the Drake and Savage track. I can't remember which one it was. I was like, mm. that was cold. And then you get underrated. I was like, yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. Cam killed that. It's crazy because like in the matter of a year, Paul, it's been like, it's literally just been over, just over a year at this point. Mm-hmm. And I would say the cam we have this year, the performances we've seen from him this year, night and day, like, and I love Financial Times, but mm-hmm. if he released Financial Times tomorrow, I'll say ah, okay, maybe like it's a good album, but I'm disappointed because more. you can do better. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I didn't know he was. He keeps on getting better. It's nuts to me. Mm-hmm. It's nuts to me. Shout out Cam Thomas, man. Shout, Shout out Cam. No, don't do that. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> you would have thought, not me. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, random question. Random answer. What's your favorite throwback song of this shit? Like, what's the throwback song of this year that you enjoyed the most? Well, you said throwback or throw it back? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is yet, <laughs> but the endorphins that I get <laughs> from the look of shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. How are we define a throwback? Um, song that came out at least three. Plus years ago. Nah, let's say five plus years ago. Let's and say five. what? And what? Okay, and what goes into it? Like the song I listened to the most, like just the one that you enjoyed the most, the one that you find yourself going back to the most. So yeah. Um, new person, same old mistake by Tame Impala. Fair. New person, same old mistake, Tame Impala, because it's better than the Rihanna version. Um, but yeah, that'll be up there. Um, let's see. Let me let me not even let me not even sit here and lie to you. Like I don't have mm-hmm. a whole Spotify that tells me what my big. Well, the number one I listened to was "How Do You Want It." Ooh, by Tupac, Casey, and JoJo. In terms of throwbacks, let's see. And then after that is "New Person, Same Old Mistake." Mm-hmm. Then "Word Is Life." Then okay. "County Lines One" by Frosty. Mm. "Nobody" by Ross. All okay, the things yeah. by Joe. Mm. Oh. And big pimping. You niggas thought I was lying. That's the thing. When we came up there at the round table and I said, I've only I've been listening to Big Pimpin every day this year. You were laughing like that's wild, that's nasty. How could you? I wasn't lying. That is nasty. And no, it's that not. Nasty, no, right? it's not. Bro. I listen to Big Pimpin so because much. Because I I because if I wasn't <laughs> rapping, baby, I would still be riding Mercedes. That's me. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> it's big pimping. Yeah. We spend the cheese. 
Yo, listen to the big pimpin every day. <laughs> yeah, fam. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Oh my days. Now nah, for me, I think by number one and like far and away number one, it will be Georgie Porgy mm-hmm. by Eric Benet. Cause that's just song. It was only again driving home. I just realized that yeah, I turned that song on damn near every day this year. And when I heard it on my 2022 playlist, it threw me off, but it made all the sense in the world that it was there. Because yeah, similar to um Pretty Brown Eyes by Mint Condition a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago, last year even. Yeah, that had anniversary last year. Ooh. What's your favorite white people song this year? My favorite white people song this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. that I've just been listening listen to. to yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that nigga jumpy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Twitter's fault. Because every time Twitter reminds me <laughs> that he made They Don't Know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I have to listen to it for like a whole, like, for the rest of the, like, the next day, I'm just listening to it. Because that song is one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I said, they don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you sick? <laughs> How does this nigga have so much soul? <laughs> Oh man, you! Oh, um, a little too late, Jojo. <laughs> Yo, Jojo does not get the respect she deserves at all. She at doesn't. all, <laughs> it's just a little too like. Don't Yo. even get me started. Don't don't even get me started. Because if I should oh start, I won't God. stop. <laughs> Jojo is one of those. Like I could. Yo, then I need to actually go back and start listening to some of those songs that made me fall in love with Jojo in the first place. That's know? what I'm saying, bro. Oof. She had it. She had it. Leave. Get out. Right oh now. Oh my god. It's the end of you and me. My god. It's too late. And I can't wait for you to be gone. Because I know about, about her. <laughs> oh my god. I was 04. Jesus. She said, You said that you, you would treat, treat me, me right. right, but you was just a waste of time. Oh my god. Yo, shout out Jojo. There's some people who just, they're not your friends when it comes to music. Like, um, Jojo's one of them. Natasha Bedingfield's one of them. Yo. Fergie is one of them. Fergie yeah. has a song called London Bridge on an yo. album where she also has a song called Glamorous on an album where she also has a song called Big Girls Don't Cry. Are you yeah. fucking skunks? <laughs> I don't know how cold you have to be, yeah, <laughs> to have a song called London Bridge. Film the music video where you're stomping, you're dancing on the guards. And they filmed the whole thing in front of Tower Bridge. But do you know how do you know how cold you have to be to leave the Black Eyed Peas? Oh my god! And stay relevant. Oh my god! Because it's not like Black Eyed Peas that she wasn't. Fam, that's that's Black Eyed Peas, bro. <laughs> do you know who the Black Eyed Peas? Do you know were? who they were? Oh my god! Do you know about my humps, my lovely lady no. humps? Do you know I'm about where is the love? I said louder. Do you know about don't fuck with my heart? And oh she my god. That. To now give me big girls don't cry. Oh my goodness gracious. Yo. <laughs> Shout out Fergie. Shout out Fergie. Shout out Fergie. That's all I can say, bro. That's all I can say. Shout out Fergie. They don't make him like that no more. At all. <laughs> Yo, we need to get some A&Rs back in the pop music industry. That's what I'm saying, bro. We need to revive, because white people music, with all due respect, with all due respect, listen, Harry, I like Watermelon Sugar. I do. Mm. I like that song. 
Mm-hmm. It's not popping off like it used to back in the day. Bam. It's not giving the same feeling. It's not the brother. It doesn't give me that feeling. Man. Like Lizzo. Legendary, legendary numbers. Don't get mm-hmm. it twisted. Legendary yep. numbers. Mm-hmm. But there's just. Do you know the Cupid's Chokehold was a song? Oh my God. <laughs> and where are the boy bands? Where? Where are they? Well, because the only ones I'm seeing these days are K pop stars. It's like the bruv. And that's no disrespect to BTS. I don't want them niggas on my back. <laughs> At all. All their fans. Please. All their fans. But that was the time we had One Direction. Oh my God. The Wanted. Yep. Busted. <laughs> Fly. Westlife. Insane. No. I said Blue. <laughs> blue don't do the reunion tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Man, we are. <sighs> man, this is. Someone needs to be mad like, in this industry. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Fam, do you know how many groups there were back here? Do you know, do you know how many movement, like a G6? <laughs> Fam, they came and gave us three elite songs and then and left. <laughs> I said, right, I'm done. Right. I'm done. I did what I needed <laughs> to do. It was them, the jerk boys. Who were the other <laughs> Yo, who were the... Oh, my God. The people who came... And went as quick as they came. But when they were here, it was, oh my God, it was something. <laughs> mindless behavior. I know it's not who you're thinking about, but mindless behavior. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> this is right. No, come oh on. My oh, God. my goodness. <laughs> um, do you know how close I was? If I had money back then, and see, this is why I wasn't allowed money as a child. Because <laughs> I would have bought goggles. No I would have bought the stuff. No facts. <laughs> Goggles and a glove. I would have been killing it, St. Paulsy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we can't stay here. <laughs> it's the biggest artist out of, out of um, Washington State. Is it Mac or is it Will Jordan? He's the biggest artist. Who's the better artist? <laughs> Oh, what Jordan? <laughs> what Jordan? What Jordan clears? Uh, Michael Moore. I like his first song. Thrift Shop. Thrift Shop. I enjoyed that for what it was when it came out. But after that, I've, I was never... Really, you got to give him his props. He started a movement because the amount of white people that be shopping in thrift shops nowadays. Oh, no. For real, for real. For real, That for wasn't real. a thing when we were in a thrift shop. You got your clothes from a charity shop. You're getting clowned. Bam, you're getting clowned immediately, bro. Like, people are getting shamed for going to Netto's. You were getting shamed for less. <laughs> <laughs> bro, shopping at Aldi, you were getting shamed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry. Sorry that I was trying to save money. I'll save money. Like, now, it's the wave. Bam. Um, now people are posting TikToks like, imagine I got all of this for just two pounds. Right, I will shit on you for shopping at MS. Um, it's like what? What? <laughs> Let me get walk. You're a Tory. <laughs> that's you. You're a Tory. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, going to MS for anything other than those little pig sweets. Oh, uh, bro. Percy pigs. Oh, the Percy pigs. Or Colin the Caterpillar. That's um, that was my one, bro. <laughs> what the caterpillar cake? Yeah, the, no, 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 no. The little caterpillar gummies. Oh, I didn't even know about those ones. Oh, bro. Fam, them are the ones. Oh, mad. <laughs> nah, fam. People go there for real shopping. And the people who buy crisp. It's mad. It's mad. 
Yeah, no, because you can't get a single what's it in MS. You understand that Walker's perfected the art of like making crisps. Why are you trying to buy MS brand crisps? What's going They're on? More expensive. Bam. <laughs> They're just crunchy for no reason. Nah, like, come on now. Come Do you remember now. Iggy Azalea? Do I remember Iggy Azalea? Of course I remember Iggy Azalea. Let's be of that generation. <laughs> <laughs> we got... The world heard work and said, she got next, man. She got next. She got next. <laughs> Yo. He said, walk a mile in these Louboutins. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hey, hey, she's got it. She's cleared. She's cleared. Yeah. It's Lauren Hill, Queen Latifah and her. That's it. That's the top three. Yo, she said, they walk a mile in these Louboutins. And T.I. said, all right. I need to make her the face. <laughs> the face. Fuck B.O.B. <laughs> fuck Trader Truth. Fuck Chip. It's this white woman from Australia. Yo. In like at the time, it seemed like a sensible decision, but in hindsight, that was... Listen, this is the thing. I was 14, so uh-huh. I would have made the decision. Mm-hmm. You were 36. <laughs> you should have known better. <laughs> That's like, a reason that 14 year olds aren't allowed to hey, no, Like, there's a reason I'm not a CEO of a record label at 14. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I would have made a bad decision. <laughs> you at 36 should be able to differentiate between yeah. maybe I should make BOB or Travis Scott the face of my <laughs> label rather than Iggy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not that she can't be on the label, but mm-hmm. maybe she just shouldn't be. The face, the face. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I gotta give Wayne the one up because he was very open from the beginning. Drake and Nikki are the face, Tiger and Gutter. You guys sit in the back, yeah. Like, you you follow up after them, little twist and little Chucky. Like, um, Gutter was like, if I was if I was gonna go, I'd be so upset. (laughs) Yeah, how are you the first voice we heard and the last one we want to hear? I think that I'm gutter, gutter. <laughs> Don't see me with it. No, Steve, you wonder. <laughs> he should have had it. He should have been a superstar for that. <laughs> Yo. But that's the thing, though. Wayne understood we're going to be all right if we put Drake on every hook. Mm. And that's mm. what they did. And they wrote that shit all the way to the billions and for billions real. that they have now. For real. Yo. In hindsight, is Bedrock one of, like... The, one of the best industry moves we've seen. That whole project, mm. that whole We Are Young Money project is one of the best industry moves we've ever seen. That whole period and time period. Um, sensational. Like, you, you think about what mm. came off that. And yeah. again, like, we we clowned him, but Tiger had an unbelievable run. Bam, and, even, to... and even still to today, like, there's a reason. I don't necessarily like this, but there is mm. a reason that new artists coming up in the game they always have a really big hit and the label says okay now go feature tiger on this because they understand mm-hmm. the algorithms that he brings mm. you know i'm saying like whether it's blast whether it's doja like yep. still that is an algorithm and a metric that they push because mm. zz with kodak like that is a metric that they push because they recognize that there's something about this dude that whether it's the numbers whether it's the flow, whether it just gets radio play. Mm. And so like that whole project, that whole project, and especially with Wayne being where he was in the game 
and then ensuring how prominent he was on the project to support their coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That whole time. That whole time. You gotta give Wayne and you know Birdman like major, major props for that. For yeah. that. Because that's that's how you debut some artists mm. at once. And then it's just like, all right, we've given you the platform. Um, Which one of you niggas gonna sink or swim? It's that simple. And it was one of those, like, especially with that in in doing that, it gave us like it gave the people the chance to decide who the face was. Like that's when BT decided, oh, Nicki Minaj, we love her, Drake, we love him, Tiger, we love him, and you'll see those three literally doing all the interviews, being on 106 and Park, mm-hmm. getting all the spots in the top ten. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. The people have made their choice. It makes mm-hmm. your job way easier. Mm-hmm. You don't have to guess, okay, is it Gutter Gutter who has it or is it Drake? What move? All right, I'm of the week. It's time, man. For this week's album review, we tackle one of the biggest and most hotly anticipated releases in the world of music. In 2017, when Solana and Marnie Rowe released her debut album, Control, she delivered a classic which sent ripples throughout the music industry. The perfect blend of pop, R&B and soul, confident whilst also being deeply vulnerable, this album comfortably shot scissor to the apex of R&B. After a steady release of singles and the odd feature here or there that kept her fans engaged and eager for more, now, after five long years, she is back with her follow-up album, S.O.S. Touted to be This Pathological Liar's final album, SOS is the latest album to take on the two stubborn Nigerian scale. SOS, the new album by Scissor, released December 9th, 2022. It's 23 songs, one hour and eight minutes long. We are recording this the day after. This is December 10th. Um... This is new for us. We don't do this. We typically yeah. like to give ourselves some time to let the shit breathe, to live with it, um, to digest it, to, to, to nourish with it, you know, to work out with it, you know, to sleep with it, to vibe with it, to, to chill with it, to drive with it, to ride with it. If you want to come and take a ride with me, three wheeler in the back with a go- <laughs> um, But um, this is Scissor. Yeah. Scissor is what we call, is what we in the industry um, call rarefied air. Mm-hmm. Um, not everyone can fly this high. Yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? So when when Scissor says I'm dropping on December 9th, we say our review is dropping December 12th. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's when you're getting it. Because we can't we can't miss out on this. And mm. you know, we both knew, um, as has been alluded to for damn near the past two years of this podcast, um, the moment scissor drops we're listening to that project immediately yeah. and so we both knew look there's not gonna be a delay there's no wait until monday to listen to this shit mm. it's when it drops we're listening because we've been waiting five years and so this won't be um as fully fleshed out and as coherent as our other reviews are which says something because our other reviews are never coherent um <laughs> so good luck to us and good luck to you as the listener to get through this but we're both very excited to get into this project. And so without further ado, Scissor, SOS, the new album, 
Um, as she has potentially said in an interview with NME, this is her last album again. This is a woman who, you know, no tea, no shade, is a pathological liar <laughs> in so many different spaces and so many different realms. So we're going to take that with a pinch of salt. Mm. But at the same time, we are going to give that statement the level of gravity that it deserves. Because, mm. man, you know, this is someone who over, you know, a five-year hiatus has expressed different levels of frustration with the music industry, as it seems all of our Black songstresses do, which is a problem. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her, but at the same time, I'll throw it, I'll throw it right past her. She's a pathological liar, bro. <laughs> like, <what do> you... <laughs> that's a blow by. Like that's like okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, SOS by Scissor. Um, it's here. What do you think of the album cover? I love the album cover. How Scissor, did she? Scissor want to be Baby Keem so bad. <laughs> Bam. There's something about getting water in your oh, bro. Doing oh, bro. Yo, I really need to know, and I hope at some point they release how they captured that image mm. because that can't be safe. Like that's a. That's I just, a I just don't, I just don't know where you're finding water that clear, bro. Like that blue. Bam, it isn't the Pacific Ocean. They said it. They said it's it in the, the Pacific. Bam, which is what's boggling my mind because, like. That means you're on like a real like a real ship. Like that's not a boat, that's a ship. How did you get a diving board? Who let you walk that far out on a diving board over the Pacific Ocean? Because me and them have to have some words. Unless it wasn't, unless someone's lying. If it's not the Pacific Ocean, okay, cool. If it's the Pacific Ocean, no, get back. <laughs> just now cover. Oh, we don't need all this. Drake said just... nothing was the same in chicken scratch and it banged. <laughs> You don't need to do this. Yeah, Drake dropped emojis as an album cover. Like, you know, <laughs> we don't need this. We don't, it ain't that serious. <laughs> I feel you. Oh, but it's here. It's, it's here. here. So what, um, let's dive into it, man. What were the initial thoughts? What were the initial themes that came out of your sort of first sort of musings? How many times have you been able to actually sit with this album? That would be a good question if you can mm. answer. But yeah, what are the initial thoughts and what are the initial sort of themes that you're picking out for your first few listens? I've only listened to it twice. Okay. So this review is coming from someone who's only listened to this album twice. It's a the way re- too early review. Let's put it like that. Way too early. Way too early. A lot of these thoughts could change over the course of a week. Um, the reason I only listened to it twice, it just wasn't the right vibe for a lot of yesterday. You know, I wanted to wake up, turn the album on immediately and just have it on whilst I was working. Um, but the way work was going... There was no way I could give this album. There was no way I could listen to it how I wanted to listen to it and enjoy it the way I wanted to enjoy it with that type of stress. Mm. So I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to it when the day quiets down a bit and like really focus on what I'm listening to, bearing in mind that I'm supposed to be reviewing this tomorrow. Um, so I've only listened to it twice. The first thought I got when I was listening to it was, oh, okay, this is for, this is for the hurt woman out there. This for the hurt woman out there. Then it got deeper than that. I realized, oh, for the hurt woman who really have no intention of getting better. They want to stay hurt and they're happy in their hurt. Then it got even deeper. I said, oh, it's for the woman who loved making bad decisions <laughs> and expect 
great results from those bad decisions. You know what? I messed with this. Then it got deeper. And I realized, you know what? I'm underplaying this as a whole already. I've already underplayed it. Even though all those things that I've said are true, I think ultimately what we've seen from this album and what she takes us through, it's her, for me anyway, what I gather from it is that she's gone, she's lost the love of her life or one of the loves that she's experienced in life. And it's how she copes with that and the journey she goes through that. And just that self-reflection of realising, yo, am I the idiot? Is he the idiot? I hate him. I love him, but I hate him. And I think that makes me a fool. And just that journey that she goes on throughout, I love it. I love it. I can't, I really enjoyed this. Off two listens, she has me. She has me right here in this pocket. There's a lot of moments throughout this album where I said, oh, that's this person. That's my nigga. Like, yo, all my female friends should be banging this album because this is them. They could have, any one of them could have written this album. Like, yo, I really enjoyed this album. I really, really enjoyed this album. Um, it's been a great listen. I think it makes sense to me now why Scissor took so much time, especially like, I don't think we would have gotten this album if she said, okay, I'm dropping the album two years after her last one. It feels like she really like went through life and then made an album. You know, this feels personal. And I don't know if we would have gotten it that quick after the last one. I'm a big fan of this. I'm a very big fan of it. This is the best one. Yep. Look, as a professional piece of shit mm. who refuses to reform, mm-hmm. this is what I needed. Mm. I needed another one of these albums. Janae's great at giving me these as well. And Summer's great at giving me singles like this too. Mm-hmm. The professional piece of shit. I needed an album. Mm. A body of work, mm. a collection of songs <laughs> that really allow me to live in my I'm a piece of shit mm-hmm. and I'm not changing. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that you can't accept me like that, fuck you. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are <laughs> for not accepting me in all of my piece of shitness? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like I, I lied to you, mm. I told you I was a piece of shit from the get go. And for you to now come back to me three months later, like, you're such a piece of shit. I can't believe you. What do you mean? I told you. I told you. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you (laughs) try and put that on me? (laughs) Do you you have manners? (laughs) I love it, man. Mm. I love it. I love it. It's um, typically vulnerable, as all of Scissor's music always is. Um, Mm -hmm. It's funny. Because this is just hilarious. She's a hilarious songwriter. Like, she's a hilarious songwriter. It's vulgar. Because this is a vulgar songwriter, too. She's honest, which I love. I mean, she's I mean, she's not honest. She's a pathological liar. But <laughs> her, she, pre- she presents honest representations of life. Yeah. Like, you will listen to her music. And just like you said, you will be able to equate it to, I remember when this person was going through this, like, just like two months ago. I remember when I went through this, like, just like, Dad, this relates to me. I've been in this exact same situation. Man, like, when on one of the songs, she was like, you were balls deep, now we beefing, and mm. we butt naked in the air. Like, you yeah. know those situations. Yeah. Where like, <laughs> like, how many times do you see the tweet? It's crazy how you could be, like, with someone every single day, and then you never talk anymore. Like, mm. Mm. you Man. know what I mean? Like, we, we've been there. 
Yep. Not necessarily me, mm. but not necessarily not me, <laughs> but not necessarily me. Um, so I love that. There's an amalgamation of sounds here, mm-hmm. but the theme stays consistent. Yep. Like Kill Bill doesn't sound like Far, mm-hmm. but the theme stays consistent. I'm far from my ex. Yep. I gotta go kill my ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand. I don't I don't resonate with it, mm. but I understand the thought process that got you there. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fam, it's one that like I don't know. Listen, if that's what you want to do, I get it. I let wouldn't. Me, let me even give you the analogy, right? Mm. The answer is wrong. Mm. But you've you've shown your workings. <laughs> I get it. You're not gonna get all six. You're not gonna get but... all six months. But I give you four. I give you four for the workings. Oh my god! <laughs> You're not serious. What are some of the songs that stood out for you on your first two lessons? I snuck. I snuck in a third. So I, I got three mm-hmm. lessons in. I snuck in a third. I listened to it. I was working from home, so I listened to it on the wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, I went out to Little, so I listened to it in the Little shop which was beautiful. And then okay. just, just in the evening while I was sipping my my, my, my red wine, you know, my Olivia Pope 1942 mm. Dubele, um, <laughs> eating my dinner, which was, of course, you know, the, the, the sweet and salted popcorn, um, mm. just like my idol. Um, I snuck in a third listen. So I got three. I got three good listens in. Um, so what were some of the songs that, that stood out of your first or two lessons? There were a lot of songs that stood out to me. A lot of songs. Um, Gone Girl stood out. Man, the way Gone Girl ends, oh my god, that was one of those. And maybe I could have got three listens in. I was wheeling up a lot of the songs. Um, Gone Girl, the line I think said was memories drown me further, the further I go, and ain't nobody talking about the damage, acting like it's all okay. I tried to erase, I tried to escape. When I heard that, I was like, Whoa, hold on. Mine off that song, not to cut you off, but just because mm. we're here. Mine off that song was where she was like squeezing too tight, boy. You're losing me. Like um, you're you're like you're 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 squeezing me, bro. Like I need my space, fam. Like, that's what I need. Your touch, not your scrutiny. That pull, and this is like for Gone Girl, especially in Gone Girl. I feel like the image, not even the image. Let me never say the image. I feel like. It was one of the clearest looks I've gotten of heartbreak mm-hmm. that I haven't been, not even that I haven't had anything, like, I don't know the person. I don't know Sister. Me and Sister aren't boys. I can't speak to Sister's behaviours. But it's like when she was expl- when she was going through this song, it was like, oh, I see, like, I... I can suddenly understand a lot better the situations that I've heard other people go through. Because me personally, I haven't experienced, I haven't experienced heartbreak as a full-grown man. Mm-hmm. So I can't I can't relate to a lot of it. A lot of what people are telling me a lot of the time when they're telling me about their heartbreaks. It was one of the clearest images I got of heartbreak. It was one of the clearest images I got of how, oh, okay, you were this and now you're here. Like, I... I really, really love Gone Girl for what for all of that. At the same time, at the same time, Paul. At the same time. Scissor spending too much time with TDE. The reason I say this, not too much time with TDE, too much time 
specifically with the members of Black Hippie. The reason I say this is because the last thing I expected off this album... She's the best rapper in the game. Let's just get to it. <laughs> Paul, who told her that she should come and start rapping and be cold at it? I'm talking about smoking on my X-Pack. Look, first of all, I need to give credit where credit is due. Jay Versace is the producer. Oh, his He might be the best producer in the game. Bam. Like for him to be this is Jay Versace that was the tick divine guy. Bam. And I for him to produce tracks with Westside Gun and Baldy James. And now when I saw, oh yeah, I produced this song on Scissor's album. I'm like, what is Scissor doing over a Jay Versace beat? <laughs> She's killing it. What That's what she's doing. <laughs> she killing it. Yo, I couldn't believe that was one of the greatest shocks yesterday. Was just hearing her really rap, like really, like not half-hearted. She was like, "Yo, you know, yeah." I feel like I really feel like showing these guys that I could have been the fifth black hippie if I wanted to. She might need a Jay Z bus. Bam, Jay Z might be violated by not returning that verse. She said there was a few verses you were waiting on. I know, Bro, I know it was a whole verse. I know it was a whole verse. <laughs> I can see what Hope would do. He'll be like, Hope did. <laughs> <laughs> Give us 20 minutes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Man, this, yeah, nah, that was one of the shocks of the album for me. And then there's ultimately like, there's a lot more songs. I mean, it's a long album. It's a long album. There's a lot of songs on here that I could go into more detail on. Um, one thing I do want to mention, and I think it's important to mention, is I think the singles, the lead singles that were chosen off of this album, and saying that, I don't even know if they were chosen as lead singles to be off of this album, or if they were singles that were added into that album and just, like, fit in seamlessly. But the singles that were chosen, to me, they were perfect selections. I think Shirt, is an amazing song still, even in the context of the album. I think um, Good Days is a perfect song still, even in the context of the album. I think I Hate You is a great song still, even in the context of the album. Um, so all of those were still highlights for me. And then you have songs like Far. You have songs like... Um, you have songs like Snooze. Oh, my God, you have songs like Snooze. You have songs like... Um, Do you know how you produce Snooze? Nah, who? Babyface. Face well, Babyface. I knew Babyface would do something on here. I didn't know who, what he produced. Uh, that's crazy. Wow. Wow. There's a lot of songs on here, man. There's just a lot of songs that are crazy on this album, man. And, man, it just... Two listens, two listens in, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm excited for the next time I get to play this album already. What did you think of it? What did you, because you mentioned it, what did you think of the length of the album? I think it was long. It was long. And in an ideal world, I probably would have cut it down maybe, maybe like four, five songs shorter. But saying that, I don't know what I cut out. And obviously I'm only two listens in. So I wouldn't know what I would cut out yet. There was no songs that I immediately listened to and said, I don't like this, on to the next one, or I wish I could skip this, but I'm reviewing it, so let me listen to it. Um, maybe I'll feel differently in a week, but right now I have no clue what you would cut out. And because of that, I'm not upset at the length. I think if all these songs need to be here, then 
that's just the length of the that's the length this album needs to be. Okay, okay. Mm. Personally, I, I think I'd cut out um, the lead. Well, the because I I don't think they were lead singles. I think they were Lucy's that are now added to the album mm. to boost our streams. Maybe the only one that I think was actually designed for the album was maybe probably shut. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely cut out Shout and Good Days. Not that they're bad songs, I just don't think they're necessarily needed on the album. I hate you first part in the album. So we mm-hmm. that right there. Um, just because I think you glossed over something on smoking on my axe pack, and I'd be remiss if we didn't bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, on that song, she said, I heard that dick was whack. Your favorite your favorite athlete screaming texting me back. Fam, now around with me. Because Pascal, what are you doing? No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, what's that over under that? That's KD. <laughs> It could so easily be Katie. Um, that's just the first indicator of my life. That's definitely Katie. Yo, that can so easily be Katie. No, we're not talking about cash. We're talking about the other Katie, the second one. King Disease too? No, 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 no. Sorry, the fourth one. The fourth one. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Oh, oh, he's money sniper. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. The growth, the slim reaper. Ah, oh, right, right, right. No, it could easily be him. It could. It really could. Who else would it be? Hmm? It kind of has to be, right? Do you know what I'm saying? Scissor's amazing in terms of songs and in terms of her songwriting. And I know we're not there yet, but I need to get that. She is absolutely um elite sensational it, it it's it's so amazing um the concepts that she touches upon and the way she touches upon them again like the honesty that comes through in our music and the honest representations of what be happening like on far like that verse one of far is so like um, i mean like you said you've never been heartbroken as a grown adult i feel mm. like I, I feel like i'm still not a grown adult but society mm-hmm. def- defines me as one so based on society standards have i been heartbroken as a grown adult absolutely and like the way in which she explains that and explains the actions that relate to that on far Mm -hmm. i'd be drinking in private don't call me to party like yeah don't like i need a few brews i need a palm tree like i need to get away i need to be far away from here like I, I, I'm, I'm far away from me. I don't recognize mm. myself. Like right. lately, I feel less cool as before. Nobody out here to tell me I'm special. Like mm. it's yeah, yeah. Like it, it. She really, she really, really encapsulates those feelings, um, in very, very good ways. Gone girl, I completely agree with you, man. Um, what she did on Gone Girl was phenomenal. Yeah phenomenal again that sense of like losing herself and losing the person losing herself in losing her person mm. um was dope it's like what she does on special man i gave all my special to you Duh. Duh. no way no way you're gonna say that and oh. gonna say you're the best ever no way i gave all my can you even give special oh my goodness gracious my god, no, yeah, she she was in her bag all over this album. She was in her bag, and that's it. It was like she would just keep on doing it, Paul. Every single time I'd be like, Man, that was the one. Then a song later, two songs later, three songs later, it's like, Man, she is she is like really a, like the detail. I can it just makes sense. Like, for the it's one of the first times where it's like. I've heard this side of the story and it's like, oh, I get 
what you're trying I get why you're going through it now like because people don't ever really explain why they're going through it so bad other than man I'm heartbroken I'm going through it give me space how are you explaining yo I'm heartbroken give me space because I really like I'm rattled like <laughs> this I feel like I'm losing my self-identity I feel like this I feel like this I feel like this this is what this has done to me man I'm still in love with my ex so this is causing me even more issues blah 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 it's like yo this whole picture that you've now painted is elite and then to call the album SOS is like oh wow oh wow like yo this is like this is a complete project <laughs> like oh man no shout out to shout out to man like it's this is art is art and i again would be um remiss if i didn't talk about kill bill yeah mm-hmm. now kill bill is one of my favorite movies yeah and there's a lot of, she makes a lot of tarantino references throughout this album like there's mm-hmm. a line on um on snooze in yes. verse two mm-hmm. in verse two she's like in a drop top ride with you i feel like scarface like that white bitch with the bob i'll be your main one like that white bitch with the mm. bob is most yeah. definitely uma thurman's character in pop mm-hmm. fiction um mia wallace like that's the inspiration for that line and then you take it back to kill bill which is again uma thurman playing the protagonist <laughs> in that and like I'm still a fan, even though I was salty. Man. That's the issue. I'm only salty because I'm still a fat. <laughs> hate to see you with some other broad. Know you're happy. Hate to see you happy if I'm not the one driving. Man, what? And then what? it's, I'm so mature. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. I got me a uh, therapist to tell me, to tell me there's other... Oh, my word. Because you know these people, they just go into therapy fixes everything. <laughs> And that's what I mean. I'll go, but that doesn't mean I'm I'm actually working on myself. Um, I'm just here. Like she's telling me what I knew. Like that's it. Like we're both just saying, yeah, I'm a piece of shit. Bam. There's no working through that. We're just identifying a problem. Oh my god. Oh my god. This song is this verse is nuts. I might kill my ex. It's not the best idea. Bam. And then his girlfriend's next. Fam. The picture she's painting. I'd rather be in jail than alone. (laughs) My conclusion is Scissor is not any of your mates. Any. Any. Like, like, any. Like, I've been the one up here saying that Snow had it quiet for these women for two summers. And I believe that's true. It's fact. Snow might have to retaliate. Bam. If I'm Snow, I can't take this. You might have to retaliate. Yo, I can't lie. In one, in one album drop, one pool. I think Scissor has cemented herself as one of the greatest R and B acts like we've ever seen. She's one of the greatest R and B artists of our generation, period. And and yeah, like On, we're mean, talking she, about her generation. We'll we'll see how this album grows. We'll mm-hmm. see how this album grows, but I think like everyone and their grandmother knows that Control is one of the single greatest R and B projects to ever be dropped yeah and so if this album continues in the celebratory fashion that you know we're talking about it now that i've seen reaction of social media be and lives anywhere near that you're talking about two back to back let alone the features let alone she's the one on all the stars like mm. yeah 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 kendrick has a verse but that's scissor song bam bam <laughs> bam when we're, if we're talking generation here i don't even think it's close i think she's the best r&b artist of her generation and I think when it comes to, like, I think she's in all-time conversations now. I think we have to start mentioning her with the greats. I'd put up a fight. 
I'd put up a fight mm. for Janae, but I'm not uh, mad if Janae loses that. Yeah. I'm not mad if Janae loses that. But I also think for me, Janae's an all timer. So, mm-hmm. and on top of that, Janae has longevity in terms of more projects. But no, I, f- I feel you. I feel you. I think, I think she's by far and away one of the greatest of, of her generation. That's not even debatable and not even close. And then with how this album will live and will grow. And again, just the, there's a gravity. When, when Scissor drops Do you know what I'm saying There's gravity When she drops a single Like I remember Coming on here And saying it Like I listened to Good Days For the first time And I didn't have Any good days after that mm. Like mm. We, we we two years gone I still haven't had A good day since <laughs> They just Started this podcast Saying it was a great week <laughs> no, I said not, it was a great week <laughs> Did I say I had a good day Yeah I mean a great week Filled with bad days Cause 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 I Cause I thrive in darkness <laughs> I thrive in uh, I'll go Batman. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right? I'm the Joker. I'm the Joker. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Niggas try to be happy out here. Try to be the Riddler. Piss off. Um, oh, I don't necessarily man. want to talk about production, but I think it's great. I, I, I think it's great. I think there's so many different elements that are really great like i said i mean i didn't the last thing i expected to hear was scissor rapping as you said mm-hmm. as you so alluded to the last thing i expected to hear was scissor rapping over a wu-tang beat on forgiveness at the mm-hmm. end um yeah. oh rest, my goodness rest, oh. rest in peace odb um but yeah like i mean in terms of production on this album in terms of how this album as a whole was produced i think it's amazing yeah, yeah. um Especially with, and one thing I noticed on even my first listen through is a lot of the beats, the beats varied and there were different vibes on this album. And I, you were, you alluded to it earlier. We get SZA in her R&B bag as expected. We get her in her more soulful bag as expected. We get her in her rap bag, which shock of the century, even bigger shock. We get her on F2F, where it's like, oh, you, you want to be a rock star as well on this album? Like, I did not expect any rock vibes off of a scissor album, and it all works on the same project. And that was very impressive to me. Um, the fact that nothing sounded out of place, the fact that nothing sounded like forced in or ah, didn't need this here was shocking to me because. This woman said, That's I a hate, This woman said, "I hate me enough for the two of us." My God, my God, because that's real. <laughs> my God, she said, "I fuck him because I really miss you." <laughs> <laughs> yo, I couldn't believe some of the things I was hearing on this. Yo, this. <laughs> listen, guys, 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 guys. Listen, please, if you're listening to this now. Men and people, in fact, anyone who is potentially in a relationship with any woman out there, please listen closely. I need you guys to watch how hard your female love interest is relating to this song, to some of these songs. Preach it, let's go. Because (laughs) it's going to be telling. A lot of relationships are going to have to end because you guys are going to learn something new. You're going to have to have a conversation. Bam! She said, "I when I'm with him, I picture you." Listen, guys, I'm not gonna be the one to tell you how to live your life, but please be safe out there. 
This is a treacherous time. It's a, tre- it's a treacherous. I know some of you guys are spending your your what's it called? What's that thing called? Winter. Oh, what was it Winter Wonderland money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're trying hard to win prizes for your to Christmas markets. My yeah, God, yeah, yeah. ice <laughs> skating. You're cold. You don't <laughs> skate. You don't roller skate. And now you ice skating. Yeah, fam. You told her to bring a jacket out. She didn't. Now you have to give her your jacket. You're catching a cold. And she's still picturing her head. Be safe. Be safe out there, man. Be safe. <laughs> oh, man. Sister, man. Great. Oh, this album. This album is... Fam, off of two listens. For her to have this impact off of two listens is crazy to me. Can we wrap this up and just agree that this is fucking phenomenal? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You ready? Let's <laughs> give it... <laughs> I don't think we need to do anything else. Like, unless you want to point out some songs, but I feel like we, we definitely need to talk about a whole album. We have, we have. So, what we just get to the point where we give it our stamp, right? Do you have a favorite like, song at this point? Ah, uh, my favorite song right now is probably Kill Bill. Okay, Kill Bill and Show are probably up there. I think both of them are examples of what Scissor does that makes me makes her one of my favorite artists. What Scissor does that made me come in a few weeks ago and say this is like Scissor might be my favorite thing in R and B, um, which is. She's mastered like she's mastered the art of cadence to me, where she knows exactly what to do on the song, exactly when to do it, and it works damn near every time. Like on shirt, where she just like she just speeds up. She goes from oh, this is a very slow melodic song to oh no, like we're right here. Like she's able to dip in and out of bags seamlessly in songs. And it's always perfect. And I think the best two examples of that, Kill Bill and Shirt. Um, do you have a favorite yet? Or... I'm right there with you. I got Kill Bill and then um, Ghost in the Machine. Um, I love Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe Bridges is someone who I don't oh. listen to, but every single song I've ever heard of hers, it's like, you are a fucking phenomenal artist and I really should listen to you. Um, and um, that that continued right here on this track. She was phenomenal. And that song is just putting me out of water. I was that, I, that was that was one of the ones when especially when the track list dropped like that was one of the ones I was really anticipating because Phoebe Bridges is someone like in that vein for me mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah um that was one that I didn't know what to expect because I don't I and I personally haven't heard the name Phoebe Bridges or mm-hmm. noticed it before maybe she's been my albums I've listened to before she hasn't <laughs> okay cool <laughs> um but even in that like. Fam, when her when her part started, when her verse started or her little hook started there, I was like, yo, this is I got immediate goosebumps. Like that was crazy. Yep. Fam, the features on this album, by the way, because I'd be remiss if we didn't someone touch on it. Every single one slaps. Don Tolliver goes crazy. Um, Phoebe Bridges goes crazy. Travis Scott, I kind of hope his next album is like more in line with R&B because he really impressed me here. I didn't expect him to shine on like R&B vibe songs like how he shined, shine on this one. Even though he did a great job on his last album on the intro, I forget the song name now. Love Galore. Um, what was that? Love Galore. Love Galore, yeah. He did a great job on Love Galore. So maybe I should have seen it come in, but it still threw me off guard, on, especially on Open Arms. Oh my goodness. Um... And as we said earlier, man, old dirty bastard, rest in peace. That was fam. This outro, this outro is why I don't believe her. Forgiveness is exactly why I don't believe her when she said this is my last album. Because you're not ending the album like this. I'm ready for the sequel. 
I'm ready for the sequel. You can't end an album like this and tell me that this is the last album you're ever doing. No, you're not. You're giving me at least a few EPs. Mm-hmm. At least a few EPs. You better pray I don't become president. Do you think I won't demand more albums from her? Question, question for you, in light of something you said on the podcast a few months ago now. A few, a few months ago now, you came on the podcast and you asked me a question and I disagreed because I don't necessarily feel the same way I do about the artist. But you said, is Blast the like go-to feature artist now for like all of these rappers? Do you still feel that way now? Like, I can't remember when that was in the year. Was it after Kendrick's album? Um, it was like Kendrick Kelani's album time, right? So like summertime. Yeah, it was around that time. So summertime, essentially, time. right? So if we're like now gone through the rest of the year, do you still feel that way in light of something like, especially like Don Toliver on this album and then Don Toliver on like Metro's album and different albums mm-hmm. he's been on, even 21 Savage? Like, do you still feel that way? Um, Yes and no. Yes and no. I still feel like he's feeling he's feeling in that spot that Ty Dollar Sign used to consume. Consume okay. used to fill up. I don't know how to put it any other way. I feel like I look at what Don Tolliver is doing and what 21 Savage is doing as very different to what I ever saw Ty Dollar Sign doing, if that makes sense. Like Okay. Yeah, it's just different. It's different vibes. It's different ways I look at it. I still feel, I feel like Blast still falls in that role. He definitely slowed down for the rest of the year. Um, I haven't heard him. I haven't heard him on any project after um, after Love Domini. So that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't heard him on anything since then. So I don't know. I don't know, but. I still don't see anyone else in that role, especially with not hearing Ty Dolla Sign for a while now. But is that role only the male R&B artist? Is that what you're saying? It's not only male R&B artist. It's more so... It's very hard to put into words. It could be anyone. Anyone could do it. But it's a certain... It's a certain vibe where it's like... Damn near... It's like... It's like Lou Will. It's like Lou Will, like... Lou Will and Jamal Crawford were great players, but at the end of the day, like, if you were putting them on your team, you knew that you are putting them on your team for them to be the sixth man. Damn near. And that's what I mean when I'm talking... I'm, it's similar when I'm talking about Blast in that, yeah, I'm, a, I'm going to enjoy a Blast album if he releases an album, but I'm more, I get more excited to see featuring Blast. Damn near. You know what I'm saying? That's the same I felt with Ty Dolla Sign, where I will enjoy a beach house. Like, you give me a beach house, I'll enjoy it. But I'm more excited to see, oh, my favourite artist has a song featuring Ty Dolla Sign? Wow, this song might be elevated to a whole nother level now. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, stop seeking my validation. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm saying, you take get it, what I'm saying? Take it to the scars. <laughs> All right, man. Ugh. The Two Stubborn Nigerians album ranking goes as such. I hate that I ever listened to this. Won't be listened to again. Whole lot of mid. Might stay in rotation for about a week. Pretty damn good. Serious project. And then either me and or Paul can give it our 50% stamp of approval. In the case where we both give it our 50% stamp of approval... The album becomes two stubborn Nigerians approved. 
Me personally, I'm gonna get this one out of the way quick. It has my 50% stamp of approval off of two listens. Maybe I'm jumping the gun. Who knows? In next week, I might come in and say, hey, I'm taking my stamp of approval back. It's just a serious project. But as of right now, as of the day after this album comes out, I am giving it my stamp of approval and there's nothing you guys can do about it. Personally, I think that's way too soon. Mm-hmm. And you're crazy. Yeah. Fair. And for that reason, I'm giving it my stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fa- <laughs> it's fantastic, bro. <laughs> what would you want me to say? I spent 20 minutes gushing over the album. You think I'm going to come here and say, yeah, it's pretty damn good. No, nigga. This is sensational. This is, I didn't know that. I don't think we were... I don't, I don't know what we were listening to before this album came out, but it wasn't music. Um, this this album recontextualizes what I expect. Thank you. Forward. I, I'm glad that you... I'm glad that we're on the same level. Because I didn't know... I, again, I don't know what I thought was music. Mm. But I don't think I've heard... I don't think I'd actually heard music until I listened to it. This album was fucking phenomenal. Um, in so many ways. Some that I've been able to articulate today. And mm. others which I don't have the capacity in my lexicon to actually say. Mm. Scissor, if this is your last album... It's not. But if this is your last album, I really appreciate the years of service to yeah. the game. I appreciate all the lessons, all the laughs, all the fun times we've had. Text me back. <laughs> yeah, um, you have some real nerve saying that you feel rejected. Have you even given my love a that, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you, bro, you should let me love you. Um, let, let me, me be, be the, the one, one too. <laughs> Give you everything you, you want. want. And, and you need. Oh my god! <laughs> Good love and protection. Look at. I'll I'm make protected. you my selection. I'll um, show you the way love supposed. It's supposed to be. to be. Oh my god! Shout out, Cesar. Congratulations. That's another album to make it onto the to get stamped for approval. Yeah, um, that's the latest album to make it onto the two seven Nigerian scale. Mm. The next time you hear from us, though, I won't be no scale. Mm. But we will be giving out awards. Next time you hear from us, be the two stubborn Nigerian awards. Yes, sir. 2022. It's time. It's time. Oh my god. They waited. <laughs> Ooh, who's gonna win? <laughs> who's going home with gold? That's the question. <laughs> oh man. Yo, real quick. Mm-hmm. Before we move, ah, move on. I guess we've moved on. I guess it's a new topic. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I was curious about and thought, mm, I'll bring it up on my music podcast. And you did, we spoke about it a tiny bit. You mentioned it. And I was annoyed when you mentioned it because I wanted to speak about it solely on the podcast. So I didn't respond to you. Um, how weird is it the way that TD have now changed what they usually do? They've moved from their usual schedule of like, album dropping in terms of Absol is dropping a week after Scissor drops. Is that something to be seen as weird? Or is that something that we look at and say, okay, they're changing up their normal their normal way of dropping after seeing success of a group like Griselda who just don't give a heck when the last album dropped from any of the artists on their thing, they're dropping regardless. Or is it just a case of Scissor and Absol have wildly different well suppose you'd think that his own absolute would have wildly different fan bases and so there may not be as much of a clash yes yeah, it doesn't count in that algorithm 
mm. in that, I don't think. Because even when, like, con- Control dropped in June of 17 and Damn dropped in April, which is not the typical timescale that they go mm. through with the rappers. So I've been the rappers on a completely different timescale to the, to like Scissor or if mm. Sir wanted to drop. Um, and I think when did Sir drop his album actually? Because I feel like someone drops relatively in around the same time as Sir. Again, months apart, but like, yeah, because Sir dropped August. Mm-hmm. And Schoolboy dropped Crash Talk in April, end of April, so May. So I don't think the R&B artists fall on the same timeline. I mm-hmm. do think, and I said this a while back, I can't remember when, on this podcast, there's something tumultuous going on at that label. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's resolved, so I don't know what it was. But I've always felt like, especially over the past sort of like three-ish years, something tumultuous has been going on in that label. I just don't know what it is. Amen. so maybe they've worked through it now and guys want to drop maybe mm. kendrick's gone and there's more resources available literally have no idea don't really want to speculate on it but i do think that there was something that has or was going on at that label that was that has led to now two td albums dropping in a week mm. whatever it is i hope it resolved because the next one i'm looking forward to is possibly going to be my height hopefully I mean, we'll see, but I think it may be one of the highlights of my year. And then the one after that that I'm really excited for will be when they finally let Dochi, f- not free, but let her... No, free Dochi. Um, before <laughs> we get to the next part of the podcast, I want to just bring up something here, um, if I can. First of all, obviously listening to Heroes and Villains by Metro Boomin, first of all, rest in peace to take off. It was beautiful to hear him on that project. He was mm. absolutely sensational in his verse. Um, miss you. And, you know, love to his family that are obviously definitely still going through it. Um, aside from that, and to a musical point, first of all, congratulations to Abel. Um, I can't remember what song it was, but this week, Starboy, Blinding Lights, um, Can't Feel My Face and The Hills are all diamond. So wow. I think Blinded, one of those, those songs went Diamond this week. I can't remember which one it was, but they all went, so they're all Diamond. So four Diamond singles is nothing to sneeze at. So congratulations to Abel on that point. With that, from now to the end of time, I don't want to hear you do nothing else but covers. <laughs> I don't want to hear you do nothing. Listen, I love your original music and it's great. Mm-hmm. I have from the beginning of time, but bro, my brother in Christ, I don't want to hear you do nothing else but covers. Why right? do you say that? Because you can't do what you did on Creepin'. <laughs> covering <laughs> I Don't Want to Know by Mario yep. Winans. Yep. Over a decade <laughs> after you did what you did on Daddy Diana. Yep, yep. <laughs> and tell me that you're going to start writing your own songs again. My nigga, if you don't give me an eight-song EP mm. covering, and I don't mean remixing, I don't want you to do chicks tape. Um, cover it exactly how they the words that they sung i want them coming from your mouth in your weekendified way that nigga said that nigga sung song words that i already knew and gave them a completely different meaning how do you do that yo no that song creeping is a it's a stroke of genius man shout yo i did not know that after the chorus of I Don't Want to Know. I needed a 21 Savage verse. I could not believe it. He said, he, he slid onto it so seamlessly. I was like, yo, this, this is exactly the, how this song is supposed Petro to be. Petro understands what, unfortunately, like, her loss is good. 
Yeah. He understands what Drake didn't. Yeah. We can't be all right if we put Savage on every verse. Yep. Yep. Fam, there's, there's no dynamic duo that is as scary as Metro and 21 Savage together. And then you I, make it a trio when you throw in Morgan Freeman. It's ridiculous. Fam, I was telling my boys, isn't it? We're all on PlayStation Party and we're talking. I was like, yo, this Metro album, I'm excited for it. I just hope that there's a lot of 21 Savage on there. And they didn't understand where I was coming from. I was like, okay, wait until the album comes. And then 21 Savage proved me right. Proved me nothing but right. Oh, man, what an album. Um, in some ways, anyway. Hey, we can talk about it another time. Um, <laughs> Paul, man, it's time for that part of the episode where we give the people our recommendations for the following week. So, Paul, what is your recommendation for the people? My recommendation is the um, project Somebody Up There Loves Me by Staly. Um, it, was re- it was released this past week, December 6th, 2022. It's 11 songs, 35-ish minutes. Staly formerly on um, MMG. Um, if you remember back in the glory days of, of Maybach Music Group up there with Wale, Rick Ross, Meek Mill and all of them. And it's a really good project. Staly out of Ohio is one of my favorite, has always been one of my favorite rappers since I first heard of him. And this is another fantastic project. Um, coming off Mellow Music Group, you don't know anything about Mellow Music Group, that's absolutely fine. But Mellow Music Group led by Apollo Brown, um, that's, the, that's the music conglomerate that, that's given me projects this year from Chay Noir, from Apollo Brown, from Fillmore Green, from a host of different artists. So, um, and Staly is the, the latest one out of that with this project, Somebody Up There Loves Me. So I say give that a listen for really soulful rap and really deep um, introspective bars too. Mm. Mm. My recommendation this week is The Family by Brockhampton, um, an album that we probably won't get to in terms of reviews. Um, but for me, this is like, I'm looking at this album as the send-off for Brockhampton. It's been marketed as a send-off. Um, obviously, we spoke last year about their next album being their last album. Um, they released two, but this is the one that I feel is the definitive like end. Um, you know, throughout the whole album, they talk about why they why they are breaking the group up, the issues that they've been facing. I thought it was a really like nice little deep dive into them as a group and what the issues have been and why they're ending. It was a nice send off. It was nice to like get that final album from them. And plus, I think it has some really nice songs on there, man. Some songs I really enjoyed, especially the Rizzo and um, Back from the Road. And Good Time being my absolute standouts from this album. But as a whole, it's an album that I've really been enjoying and is my recommendation to you guys. That's The Family by Brockhampton. And just like that, track 81 is done. As Paul said earlier, the next time you guys hear us, we'll be here handing out awards to the artists from this year who we just think we're outstanding, delivered outstanding projects and deserve their flowers. So we are going to give them their flowers whilst they are still here in the form of two Stub Nigerian awards. If you do want to know the nominees for the awards, you can find them on our socials. Um, that is on Twitter at 2SNigerians, um, on Instagram at 2 underscore stubborn underscore Nigerians, on TikTok at two stubborn Nigerians 
and on YouTube, you can subscribe to us um, simply Two Stubborn Nigerians. And yeah, that's us. I'm playing us out this week. Yes, sir. All right. I am going to play us out with a song that till this day still drives me insane when it comes on because it's one of the greatest songs of all time. But in it being one of the greatest songs of all time, they still haven't released the full version, which I have to assume is five minutes long. And that's Wavy by Scissor featuring James Fontoroy. Um, with that being said, everyone at home, please remember that Nigeria never carries last. Peace on I think I'm bad as hell, I got his shoes out of line Saying tomorrow I do the dishes, never come Easy bake, easy wake up on Just give as much as you take, forgive as much as you hate Or get the fuck out, I bring in the thug out Looking for a way out, you know just taking it slow Now I'm feeling one out, looking for a way out Somebody show me the door I was waving, and I was drowning Show me the road